this super wild card weekend player props edition of the NFL Gambling Propcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge, sponsored by Edge Boost. It's free to enter, and $20,000 in Edge Boost deposit bonuses are up for grabs. Enter today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash playoff. And taking the shot to ground down. Bailey, he missed the catch. And he gets in for the touchdown. The catch is made by Calvin Ridley. Wilson, as he throws deep. Welcome in, everybody. I know that it is not a familiar voice greeting you here for the propcast, but of course, it is the propcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Chris B. Cappen. I'm Rod Via Gomez Munoff is attending to some business. And so he left the keys to the car with us, Chris. I, I'm certainly uh, confident that we won't wreck it, but uh, there may be a few dings when we hand the keys back to him later. <laughs> I love that, Ryan. What, what's going on, Ryan? What's going on to everyone that's uh, tuned in to the podcast? Uh, hopefully we can, we can, uh, you know, keep the, keep, keep the car at least, uh, you know, to where you can, uh, you know, just be able to use insurance and it's not total when we give it back to him, right? I think I think we should be able to, you know, we're big boys. I think we should be able to handle handle that, uh, you know, it's not, it's not like he calls out of work too often. So we, we'll give him a pass today and, you know, just rock the show, give out some winners and uh, let the people get back on with their day here. Right? I'm excited, yeah. though, because we do have meaningful football. So a lot to talk about, ready to get into it with you. 100% meaningful football, too. And yeah, we'll, we'll give him a pass. I mean, he is the machine for a reason. So uh, sometimes even machines have to get their, their circuits recharged. So we'll, we'll cut him some slack. Yeah, uh, absolutely, Chris. It is Super Wild Card Weekend. The playoffs are beginning. Lots and lots at stake, obviously, because you lose and you don't get to come back again and play another week. This is it. Your, your season continues or it doesn't which means a lot of these players and and honestly when you look at the playoffs too the, the thing about it is this is where the stars have to shine right i mean obviously the last week of the regular season stars sit people don't play whatever but this is the week that you have to ride the people that got you there nine times out of ten it's those superstar players whether it's quarterback running back wide receiver defense whatever it is that was propping your team up during the regular season this is where it's got to come into play. Because if you don't, like I said, you ain't coming back next week. Yeah, right. I mean, it doesn't get any more simpler than this, right? I think we see, and we'll talk about it and how that impacts our player props, of course. But I think we see, you know, a lot more, you know, a lot, just a lot more um, lot competitiveness, a lot more toughness, a lot more, you know, that, 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 that inch turns into, you know, a, a half an inch now and, uh, we just we just see the kind of we see the boys get after it, knowing that their season is on the line. And some of these teams in the wild card, we didn't even think that they would be in the wild card. We thought they might potentially have the week the weekend off, <laughs> you know, resting their feet, you know, maybe filing their taxes, you know, whatever the case might be. But they're they're having to compete this Sunday, so uh, we are excited to to be able to talk about these player props. Six games on the slate for you this weekend. Couple of the teams that I don't think, um, maybe one of them, the Browns. Obviously, uh, you, you could have made a case for them. At, toward the middle of the season, you probably were like, "Nope, 
they're not getting there, but ma magical Joe Flacco bringing the Browns into the playoffs, take on the Texans. Now that's the team that we all thought would have the week off. No offense, Moon off. I know you're not here. We're not going to kick your team while you're down, but I mean, what a magical run for the Texans and, and for them to be in this spot this week. I mean, look at as, as a former, as a Niners fan, you, you gotta love to see uh, former coaches shine. So good for the Texans and, and really good for the whole organization and CJ Stroud, the rookie getting them there. Yeah, CJ has been magical, right? I, I really wanted to find a way to kind of back him. Uh, last week when me and Munoff did the prop cast, I talked about taking his uh, passing yards over. And that was a that was a winner last week against the Indianapolis Colts. And now you get him at home against a familiar team because he's played against Cleveland just, I think it was week 16. So just a few weeks ago, had some success against them as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what, what adjustments are made from, you know, both of these coaches and uh, how this one shakes out. I think uh, – Cleveland is two and a half point road favorites right now. So uh should be should be a very interesting game here. Huh? It should indeed. Uh then we move over to the Dolphins taking on the Chiefs. That was one that got decided. I mean, look at the the script writers. I love it because I saw a uh, I saw a gift the other day that was like script writers are on point and it's this guy just scribbling it out. Tyreek going back to Kansas City to try to show off with his new team and his new prize. Uh with the Chiefs reeling. I mean, this is not going to be a slam dunk game as much as everybody thought it was going to be at the beginning of the year. Yeah, right. It's, it's it's really interesting to see the the Kansas City Chiefs, like you said, kind of reeling and not not playing the the football that we thought. But on the opposite side, right, we could also say the same thing for Miami team that we thought Tua Tagovailoa, you know, week five, week six was you know hands down the MVP. Just go ahead and crown him man and give it to him. And they go, you know, uh, at at home. They, they didn't even go on the road last weekend. You know, uh, lose outright to the Buffalo Bills. And don't look now, but Buffalo's getting hot as well. And I know we're gonna talk about them here in a second, also. Yep, Buffalo taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This might be a roll them up. I mean, I know the Steelers have been a great surprising team, but this may be where, well, I mean, no, the bus isn't on the, the Steelers anywhere, but this is where the bus probably ends up stopping for these Steelers. I, I hate to say it, but the Bills are too good for the Steelers to really compete in this one. Yeah, you you always want to, you know, we, we talk about the trend of, uh, you know, never fading Tomlin at home as a dog, but on the road against this Buffalo team that, you know, they, 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 the thing I like about Buffalo Rod is that they, they had their blemishes, but it didn't come at the wrong time. It came at the right time when you still have a chance to kind of fix it. Uh, that, you know, they were down injury, especially to their secondary. It seems like they're, you know, getting healthier uh, and playing their best football at the right time of the year. We, we all, not, I wouldn't say always, but it's, it's really, really uh, a, the, the, the true recipe that, that kind of, uh, produces uh you know the team that ends up you know either winning the super bowl or making that deep deep run right it, it feels like it always happens that way you need to catch one of these hot teams and kind of just ride them and and nothing's hotter than the bills after their last victory because that was a all or nothing game and they played exactly the way they needed to play we'll set up the next three games but i want to tell you first about the sgpn playoff challenge we're proud to announce the sgpn playoff challenge edge boost is the first bet now pay later provider that enables you to double your bet at any sportsbook or dfs site with no interest and they are a proud supporter of this nfl playoff contest how does the contest work the contest is bankroll style you start with ten thousand virtual units and no you can't cash that in for real cash yet i know it'd be nice at the end of the playoffs the biggest bankroll will win credit into higher advanced limits from edge boost 
Plus, uh, winners also get top three winners. Get a deposit match from Edge up to $2,500 with no interest or fees. Top 25 get a deposit match of from Edge of up to $500 with no interest or fees. You want to answer right now, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL playoff. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL playoff. All right, so the Green Bay Packers taking on the Dallas Cowboys. And here's the thing about this one, right? I mean, the Packers and Jordan Love, that's another team that you probably would not have really put into the playoffs as we're heading in there. And then you want to talk about sort of red-hot teams. I don't even know what to make of, of Dallas at this point, right? I mean, they're they're so, they're so they're good enough. They're talented enough. The roster's talented enough. But then you watch them play sometimes. You're like, how the hell are these guys uh, with a, a 11 wins and, and in the playoffs? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, right. It's to, to me, when I'm looking at Dallas, it's all about home road splits. This team, you, I know you remember, they they go to San Francisco, you know, first real, you could say real big test of the season and get smoked in that game. I mean, that's a long flight, right, from, from Dallas to San Francisco. They could have just stayed in, in Dallas and, you know, saved the airlines and uh, Jerry Jones some money by sending them out there. 42 to 10 is not going to cut it. But also, you know, they bounce back. They They, they beat the Chargers. They beat the Rams. Uh, then they go to Philly on the road again, and they get smoked in uh, Buffalo, Miami. They get smoked again. They come back home and handle business against Detroit. Maybe probably shouldn't even lo- even win that game, Rob. We, we won't we won't mention that though. And then of course they beat up on my Commanders pretty bad, but you don't get any brownie points for that. So as long as they're at home, Rob, as long as they're at home, Rob, they 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 have a chance. But uh, you know that Dallas needs the Super Bowl to be at Dallas in order for me to pick them to win the Super Bowl this year. Hey, and not only that, but I mean, I, if they end up playing the Niners, then we know who owns that. Yeah, Pat in the chat for us saying pumped for the Super Wild Card weekend, sir. Are we, Pat, definitely trying to keep an eye on these games. Uh, let's move to L.A. taking on Detroit. Again, script writers had this on point as well. You got Stafford. You got uh, Goff coming back or uh, Goff coming back and, and taking on Stafford. I mean, look, at this game could not get any better. However... I feel like the, yeah, yeah, Pat says script writers working overtime for these games. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is one that you definitely have circled on your calendar, but I don't know where the edge goes because the Rams are looking pretty good and the lions, well, they can line things up pretty quick if they want to. Yeah. Right. We just kind of mentioned it, but, but, but uh, I'm sorry, not Pittsburgh, but you know, looking at this, this, this uh, Rams team, very symbolic of what we're talking about with the, with the Buffalo bills. Right team that's just really caught fire. I know me and you've talked about them uh, as well as, um, you know, just, you know, just kind of catching fire at the right time of the year. We, we thought that potentially they were, you know, cooked and washed and done, didn't have a chance. And here they are, uh, you know, with a chance to advance against a Detroit team that, you know, before the season, there were rumblings about, you know, how, how good can this team be? Could they, can they really win the, win the division? And for the first time in, who knows how long, probably, probably since I was in diapers, <laughs> you see this Detroit team in the playoffs and, and looking to make some noise, right? They're not satisfied with just making it. So it's going to be interesting to see how this game plays out. I feel like Detroit's been everybody's Cinderella, but uh, I, I think that they want to be classified as more than Cinderella here, right? It's going to be interesting to see, especially uh dome game could definitely turn into a shootout. Which one of these defenses are going to play better? Both offenses are really, really clicking right now. So I'm, I'm, I'll be glued into this one for sure, right? Yeah, that glass slipper, they want to keep that thing on as long as humanly possible. Speaking of glass slippers, I, I feel like the Eagles have turned into the pumpkin at this point. The Eagles <laughs> taking on the Buccaneers. And and honestly, the Buccaneers, yet another team where you can say, maybe they were a, a well, they weren't, obviously, because they won the South. But 
this expanded playoff format sometimes put teams in there that you're like, well, well, maybe not. But uh, Tampa winning it on the outright at home against an Eagles team that we thought would be the number one seed in the entire NFC, crown them already, put them in the Super Bowl, give them the Lombardi Trophy. But that's not how this works. And the Eagles are definitely feeling the pain of of having a rough go of it. Now, listen, record-wise, sure. But like a lot of those games could have very easily be, have been lost if they weren't careful. So um, how are we feeling about the shaky Eagles right now? Man, we as we talk about with the teams that are you know, heating up and got just kind of clicking on all cylinders, right? When you think about the, when you think about this, this Philadelphia, this version of the Philadelphia Eagles, not what we are accustomed to. Back-to-back losses, they they didn't even beat the Giants uh, with, with uh, you know, with Hurts uh, injuring that finger, and you know, you know, this is how you don't want to enter the playoffs. You don't want to enter it hurt. You don't you don't want to have to play in the first round when you're supposed to be like the Ravens and sitting back and watching how this thing kind of pans out. But losers of two in a row and five of their last six, five of the last six, uh, it really, really is really, really concerning. And I know Tampa Bay on the opposite side, you know, we we we, we joked at the beginning of the season and one of my futures that that was, you know, pretty much out of the water through the first couple of weeks was, you know, looking at uh, looking at. Um, uh, Mike Evans to, to not score those, to, to not catch those touchdowns and not really believe in, uh, you know, in that quarterback play. But they, they this team is, they, they, they're, they're, it's not ugly wins, it's not ugly, uh, wins at all. I mean, it's not pretty wins, but they find a way, they gut it out, right? So, so it's, this is going to be an interesting game as well. I don't think, I know that the spread opened this just with them, you know, having to win by two and a half, and it looked like money's coming in to push it to three for Philly, but, uh, I'm pretty sure some people in Tampa Bay that, that are saying not so fast. If this team has lost five and five of the last six, why can't we beat them too? The resurgence of Baker Mayfield, I don't think can be overlooked. So definitely something we will take a look at. So let's go ahead and set up our props. But before we do, I want to tell you about DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. We just talked about it for a second. Uh, The Eagles definitely now up three to a a three-point favorite over the Buccaneers. You want to look further there's the Detroit Lions three points favorite over the Rams then you got the Cowboys seven point favorites the Bills lines dropped a little bit so uh now they're only nine and a half point favorites over the Steelers I know that half a point makes a difference in some people's but you know uh that's where it's at now Kansas City four and a half over the Dolphins and the Browns two point favorites to beat the Houston Texans uh over there on DraftKings so make sure you get down on some of that action this weekend of course make sure you take advantage of the uh, promo code SGP to make your play just a little more fun. Download the sports, uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 or visit C ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino resort in kansas 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 186 hours after issuance cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms apply and responsible gaming 
resources. I hate buying tickets. You hate buying tickets. Everybody hates buying tickets to whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's a concert, a sporting event, your kid's little league game. Buying tickets sucks straight up. But not anymore, thanks to game time. They are taking the stress out of buying tickets and especially last minute tickets because if you're like me, you don't know if you're going to be able to go to an event several weeks in advance, let alone several hours in advance. So sometimes you just need to be able to buy tickets last minute and know that you're not going to get gouged. Game time does exactly that for you. They give you the game time guarantee that they're going to be authentic tickets, not somebody trying to scalp you some fake tickets. Uh, and, and they'll be on time. So you won't even have to miss your event because you're going to get those tickets right when you want them. You get lower fees, you get better prices. And plus it's made for your phone. No waiting by the mailbox to make sure your tickets get there. No fishing through your inbox that you haven't checked in six years to try to find the tickets. It's all right there on the app for you. Plus you get a, t a picture of where you're going to be sitting. You get an actual picture looking out on your seat from where you're sitting. Can't beat any of that. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Plus, it's perfect for the playoffs. Buy yourself a playoff ticket. You still got a little bit of time to do that. But if you can't, you won't get gouged last minute. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guarantee. Well, Chris, I think it is time to start laying out some player props for these wild card games. Like we said, a lot of action to be had, a lot of superstars to hope that have big games or not for the case may be. Remember, uh, only chumps all bet overs. So we're, we're not chumps here. Uh, we'll, we'll hit some unders as well, but Chris, where are we starting off? So let's start off with, uh, one of the Saturday games. I actually like the Saturday games a lot. Uh, we are going with Mr. Flacco, first and foremost. And I'm looking at Flacco, looking at those passing yards, Rod. I know we did a show a couple weeks ago, and you liked this under. I couldn't quite get there with the under, so I, I didn't. And he flew over the total. And I think that we see that again, Rod. I think that the Browns hand the keys, similar to what, what uh, Mr. Munoff did for us. I think, I think they hand the keys over to Joe Flacco in this spot. So passing yards sitting at 272 and a half. Uh, and I'm taking it over. Simply put, I just think I think it'll be needed. The Browns, I look at this team, they're 8-0 to the over and roll games this season. Average combined points of 56 right, in those eight roll games. A big part of it is their lack of defense that just really doesn't travel. And I think, um, you know, what, what's been great is if uh, CJ can, can cook versus – if CJ can actually cook versus them as well, then Flacco will, I think, will in turn have to air it out early and air it out often. I looked at the Texans – and they rank just 23rd in opponent passing yards per game at 234. And the opponents are also passing 33 times per game, which also ranks in the top half of the league as well. So to me, it kind of makes sense when considering that Houston's rushing defense is really just is, is pretty good. They're only allowing 3.5 yards per pop, which is second in the league. So they stopped the run. You look at Flacco, he has 273 yards uh, or more in four to five games that he's appeared in for the Browns this season, including 368 yards in Week 16 when these very two teams just played. So look for Flacco to, to get this offense going. I think a lot of it starts and ends with him. Should be tons of opportunities in this game, right? Well, you, know, you look at how they got there. I mean, it is because Flacco started to get hot, and it is because Flacco's threw for 368 yards against the Texans. I mean, the, the way that he has approached taking over this team has been – I think it's just been a boost to their morale. It's been a boost to the overall playability of this team. And so for, for him, that that's what this is. I mean, this is like 
what else does he have to lose? Because who knows what he's going to be doing next season, right? So if you're if you're Joe Flacco, you're like, listen, give me the ball. It's worked so far, and and it's going to continue to work again. And for the Texans, I know they're home, and I know it's you know uh, a tough team, and and I know that uh, that they're a tough defense as well. But by the same token, I mean, this is a team that's kind of been playing a little over their head for a while, uh, as has the Browns. So I think this will be a, a shootout between the two. And, and I think you're right. I think Joe Flacco, I'm done doubting the overs uh, or the I'm, I'm done doubting him. Like uh, the overs, I'll take it for sure uh, in this one as well. So uh, I like your I like your angle. I like the bet. And I think uh, I'll follow you with it because I'll, I'll kind of follow it down too. My next one is is about uh, his tight end, David Njoku. You can go for his receiving yards. Fine. Well, that's fine. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take plus money on uh, 20 plus receiving yards in the first quarter. This is at plus 120 over on DraftKings. All he's got to do is catch 20 yards in the first quarter. It seems like a tall task, but look, if Flacco's going to be throwing the ball all over the place, then uh, I think Njoku's going to have to be one of those guys. He had eight targets last week, nine the week before, 14 the week before that, and six, six, and 10 catches on those. Granted, against the Texans, he was only held to, to 44 yards. He didn't get those 20 yards in the first quarter, but last week he certainly did. Last week, look, at here's Njoku. He's, he could do this on one catch as well. Right, he's got long catches of 43, 21, 34, 34 over the last four weeks. I mean, all of those. If he just catches one in the first quarter and goes deep, then this this bet cashes you maybe on the first drive. I mean, Browns have gotten the ball in the first drive quite a bit too over the last few games. So, uh, really, honestly, your your bet with uh, Flacco flying over his yardage and then Njoku is going to be a, a huge part of that, and he's become a huge part and a good safety valve for. Uh, Joe Flacco. So I think 20 yards in the first quarter is not really that big of a, of an ask to be honest with you. And at plus plus one twenty, I'll take that over his, his, uh, his yardage any day to me. It just feels like that's kind of a safer bet because if he doesn't hit the, the 44 or if he doesn't hit his yardage and he only gets 44, like he did against the Texans last time, let's hope 20 of them come on one catch and it comes in the first quarter. Yeah, right. It's really, really difficult to talk you over this one. I don't think I can. Um, and, and for me, it's just the targets, right? I mean, I know you talked about a little bit about the yardage, but you just look at those targets, 8, 9, 14, 8. I mean, this is this is Flacco's shiny toy right here, right? He's like, oh, Najoko, hey, um, you you can you can make my career last a little longer. I like I like playing on the team with you. So uh, no way I could talk you over this one, right? I think, um, like I said, expect the offense in this game. Expecting it to be, you know, one of the games with the with the highest scoring, uh, which is why I targeted a couple player props in this game. So could not talk you off uh David Njoku in this spot. Yeah. I mean, and his his yards is at 54 and a half, too. So in the overs at minus 125. Kind of, you know, it, it feels like it could be something that hits as well. But I still like the 20 yards in the first quarter because they're wanna they're gonna want to get him going early and often. So I think uh I think that's a good one. So, all right, let's uh, get to some more player props. First, let me tell you about Cut. Cut's a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. It's peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. You can bet directly against your friends. Remember those bar bets that you used to make and you never realized that you could kind of collect the money from the person because you would make the bar bet and the bet could happen and you wouldn't know when you wouldn't see them ever again. Takes all that away from you because... Cut actually handles all of the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for money. Plus, it's also got tons of social features that give it the feel of a social network. You can bet on anything, sports, politics, pop culture, other events that have verifiable outcomes. 
And plus, Cut offers the lowest VIG. Yep, definitely doesn't take a whole lot off the top. And you get fully customizable odds. Better than that, you can uh, create your own bets. They got social features like group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profile, fan groups, and so much more. Even rewards get cash back every single time you bet against your friend or other users. And we're brought to you by Cut. Cut's a peer-to-peer social betting platform. Make sure you get down on that. Use code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Let's talk about prize picks. I love prize picks. I'm telling you, I am in California. Obviously, it is a not legal gambling state. Uh, so I have to get some way to get down on action. And prize picks is exactly that way to do it. All I've got to do is pick higher than or lower than on the projected numbers and start to watch that build up and multiply as I make more picks. And then all I got to do is wait for all this stuff to happen, all this beautiful yardage to happen or not happen, as the case may be, touchdowns to go through. All I got to do is wait for all that to happen, sit back, and have the money hit my account. I test my skills on prize picks all the time. It's the most exciting way for daily sports to happen. If you got the skills, you could turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Literally simple to play. It doesn't take you very long to make your picks at all. Now it's available on Apple Pay uh, for quick and easy deposits into your account. We'll be making some prize picks. Picks at the end of this, we'll be taking all of our, our selections and turning them into a prize picks pick. I tell you what, I love it. Like I said, uh, the other last week, I was, I was able to just sit there and watch and enjoy as all of my things hit green and I was able to cash out shortly thereafter. So make sure you get down on prize picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Use code SGPN for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's prizepicks.com code SGPN. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Chris, let's set up yet another one of our prop picks. What you got? So let's go to, let's go, let's stay in the, yeah, let's stay in the same game. And here we'll give out a first under, <laughs> first under of the day, and it, and it's a low one, so you might have to hold your stomach for this one. But I'm looking at Kareem Hunt right in this spot, uh, and taking his rushing yards. The number's super low, lowest total, lowest rushing yards I've ever taken. But I think it's low for that reason to keep kind of keep people off, right? The books are going to set this number so that you're like, eh, man, that 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 feels uncomfortable to take it that low. But I I'm comfortable enough to take it here, right? So under 24 and a half rushing yards uh, is what I got Kareem Hunt at. So first, uh, first and foremost, the dude's been limited in practice throughout the entirety of the week. Uh, he, he's dealing with a groin injury. He, he, he went through a limited practice yesterday. So uh, if he does play, I don't see him being 100%. That's, that's part of the handicap. The next part is um, he splits that backfield. We know Jerome Ford, who's actually been the more productive recently, uh, is also in that, in, in that backfield. So Ford had uh, seven carries. Not, no, I'm sorry, not Ford. Uh, Kareem Hunt had seven carries for 11 yards just three weeks ago against the same Houston, Texas defense. Seven carries for eight yards the week before that when he played against Chicago. And like I said, I think, you know, Houston's rush defense steps up in this spot. As mentioned, I already kind of talked about this in the, when, I, when I talked about uh, the last player prop, but they're allowing just three and a half uh, passing yards per rush, which is second in, in the league. And I think with the intensity kind of ratchet up for this game and him splitting, uh, you know, that backfield, I think it's possible for him not to even get 10 yards in this spot. Uh, I think this number is low, but like I said, I think it's low for a reason. So I'll take Kareem Hunt here in this spot. 
uh, Rod, I think I think potentially they, they should have just left him off because I, I do think Jerome Ford is going to get the you know get the bulk of the the bulk of the carries here. And uh, like I said, with that with him being hurt and that rushing defense already being so good, I don't see him having you know too much of a of a game here, Rod. So give me Kareem Hunt under twenty four and a half rushing yards here. Remember when it was Kareem Hunt's team? Remember, remember after uh, Chubb went down and everybody just pretty much anointed uh, Kareem Hunt as the heir apparent, and then Jerome Ford was like, ah, maybe not so fast. I, I think I've got a little something in the tank. So, yeah, I mean, again, it just it seems to me that uh, Ford is the guy, and and if we think that Flacco is going to be throwing a lot more anyways, then it's going to take probably a few touches out of both of their hands, and and I don't know that the running game is going to be as effective as they want it to be. So I'm I'm with the on Kareem Hunt. Just kind of a sad little disappointment to watch him kind of go into the into the ether, as it were, when he had such great potential after uh, Chubb went down. Uh, all right, well then, listen, if you're going to take an under, I'm going to take an under. And this one is uh, Jameer Gibbs. I'm going to take under on his rushing yards. 52 and a half is what the number set at. Minus 115. Kind of a probably unpopular and an unsavory ta- uh, take because we know that we love us some Jameer Gibbs, but Look at his last couple of games, right? 15, 13 carries, 30 yards, 15 carries, 43 yards. Now, granted, before that, he had a fantastic uh, run there, where it's 15 for 80, 11 for 100, 11 for 66, 8 for 60, right? I mean, these are all great games, but the last couple of games have, have not been as good for Jameer Gibbs. And let's be honest, that entire rushing attack for the Lions, they kind of fell off there because even David Montgomery, the, the last time he played, 10 carries for 40 yards, 14 for 65, 17 for 55, 17 for 85. These guys aren't getting a lot of yards per carry, honestly. Uh, and, and I don't know what it is about this Lions running game that's sort of kind of taken a backseat to the passing attack. Uh, and it's not as if they're going up against a pushover of a defense as far as the running game is concerned. Listen, as a collective position, right? The Rams are only giving up 77 yards, an average of 77 yards this season to the entire position. That is every running back that touches the ball on uh, on their opponent's team. Last week, I mean, I know it was Elijah Mitchell and, and Jordan Mason, but they only got 88 combined yards. The Giants running backs only got 41 combined yards. Saquon, 39 yards against this Rams defense. Alvin Kamara, 19 yards. Jamal Williams, 8. The Saints combined for 27 yards from their running backs last week. Commanders, 48 yards between Chris Rodriguez, Antonio Gibson, and uh, Jonathan Williams, I mean, I could keep going. The the Ravens, 69 total yards as a running back group. And that's the Ravens we're talking about, right? That's Keith, uh, Keaton Mitchell getting 54, Gus Edwards getting 15, and Justin Hill, Justice Hill not even getting a, a single carry. So I can go back even farther, but I, I, I just think that's those teams in and of themselves make the point that this is going to be a tough team to run against. I think Goff's going to have to throw. And, and honestly... Wouldn't you want to against your old team? Wouldn't you want to not put the ball in another hand, another person's hands? Wouldn't you want to show them up and say, eh, this is what happens when you, when you give up on me. So I think Jameer Gibbs is going to get less than 52 and a half yards. Uh, unfortunately in this game for all you Jameer Gibbs fans, I love him to death, talented guy, but I don't think he's going to get the yardage this game. Yeah, right. I actually had this one on my short list as well. And uh, just listening to your breakdown, it kind of reemphasized a lot of what I was thinking as well. You know, I love me a running back under two. That, that Those are my favorites. So I'll probably end up with you on this one also. It just makes makes too much sense. Um, you're, looking at this, you're looking at this Rams defense and, you know, initially it was their ability to not be able to stop the run at the beginning of the season. 
And and it feels like the the, the game plan, at least for Sean McVay and you know the rest of that, the rest of those coaches, the coaches that are specifically on the defensive side of the ball, is to make them make them make the offense hurry up so we can get the ball back. So so if we if we can stop the run on first down, then we can almost guarantee uh, you know a pass on those upcoming second and third downs. And that's what they live for. They live to be able to pin their ears back and get after the quarterback. That's what they brought Aaron Donald there for. That's what, you know, so much, so many of those defenders are there for. So uh, this makes too much sense for me, Rod, to not take it. Love Jameer Gibbs under. You said the number was 52 and a half, right? 52 under and 52 and a half rushing yards. Love it. And and let's not get it twisted, too. The Rams, they know that they're if they want to make it any farther into the playoffs, and if they do end up meeting the 49ers again, They've got a very that they have to stop the running game for the Niners. They got to stop Christian McCaffrey. So any any team that's building to beat the Niners is going to be built to beat the run and and or and to stop the run rather. And so that's that's kind of what their their mentality is going to have to be. And unfortunately, every other running back going up against him is is kind of subject to that as well. So um, yeah, definitely a tough Rams run defense. All right, Chris, where are we going next? We are going. Let's go to let's go to the other Saturday game. Let's go to I got another another under I'm looking at as well. Let's go. Let's go to a, a household name. Uh, but we are going under on Mr. Tua Tagovailoa in this spot as well. Uh, passing yards sitting at two thirty eight and a half is what I saw right, and I and I'm taking the under here. This is uh, more of a Chiefs defensive spot for me than than you know just fading Tua, but. This defense has been – they've been elite, man. You, they, they low-key actually have been kind of carrying this team because we know that the Chiefs' offense has struggled, whether you want to blame it on the wide receivers or <laughs> you even want to blame it on Taylor Swift, whatever the case might be. Uh, I expect them to play big in this spot. I expect them to show up in Arrowhead this weekend in the biggest game of the season and continue, and continue to play well, and I'm talking about that Chiefs' defense. So on this season, this team has allowed the fourth-fewest passing yards – uh, to the opposing to opposing quarterbacks, they're giving up 175 and a half per game, right? And also just 5.4 yards per carry, which ranks top three as well. So what that tells me is that they do a really a damn good job of containing really really well. And then after they keep you in front of them, and then after you catch the ball, they tackle you as well. So I, I love that about this defense is what we've been seeing throughout you know throughout the games all season as well. Uh, we saw Tua struggle last week at home, I might say. Versus a very good pass defense in Buffalo. Tua had just 173 yards last week, and he could, and he really never could get things going. Um, in fact, the last five games for Tua, he's actually gone, been, been held under this 235 uh, passing yards uh, four times out of the five games. So 80% uh, hit rate over the last five games for Tua. And we know things are going to tighten up in the playoffs. Um, also, in the one game that he did play Kansas City, remember when they went to London and the whole world was on Mr. Tyreek Hill, including myself, thinking he was going to get some get back against his team, and he did not show up in that game. Uh, in that game, Tua had just 193 passing yards on 21 for 34 and a 21 to 14 loss. Chiefs, they they have uh, also given up 239 yards, uh, 230 yeah, 239 yards is what you would need to get to over. They've only given that up once. Right. So that's another 50%, uh, 80% trend. But then you also throw in that Waddle and Tyreek Hill. I think they'll play. They are listed as questionable. Both of them, I think, is ankle injuries. But uh, regardless, even if they do play, I, I don't know if they'll be 100%. And that could also impact him being able to go over, go, go under, uh, go over, which is why I'm taking the under on uh, Mr. Tua Tagovailoa, under 238 and a half passing yards here, right? 
their running game is is been the best part of their their attack i think you know with moster and and just watching the way he has been able to to just perform and carry that team pretty much i mean you you should be able to to uh, to run against the chiefs honestly and and i i know that the defense has gotten better i suppose but uh, and and really unfortunately the the pendulum has swung where the defense is good and the offense is is are not really as good as it was. So, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think this is going to be a closer game than, than a lot of people are, are really considering. And I think that, uh, this will probably end up being a game where it's going to be ground, uh, ground out and they're, they're going to try to stop. I know we're, we're looking at moon right now. Moon says, what are all these unders non hacks? Yes, I know. Moon we're hitting all the unders today. That's, that's where we're going. But yeah, I mean, again, I, I think this is going to be a, a much tighter game. I don't think we're going to see a, a lot of high flying aerials, um, even though that's what Miami's pretty much known for this season, I think this is going to be a ball control game, uh, and and I'm going to probably be wrong about that. So we'll we'll see <laughs> exactly how that plays out. Uh, I'll get to my next pick, but let me tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool you're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right, you know me. I love myself some kicker bets. I am going to take a kicker bet here. Uh, Moon off watching from the waiting room. I hope you have it on for everybody to see. I hope that you are showing everybody uh, this show because then that bumps a viewer count up for us. So, uh, all right, let's go to the Steelers game. I'm going to take Chris Boswell. I'm going to take his kicking points or set it five and a half. I'll go ahead and take the over. I mean, there's a couple reasons. And one, he's done this two out of the last three weeks, and he hit exactly five last week against Baltimore. Uh, but Baltimore's pretty tough. I know that we talked about the Bills are, are playing some hot uh, games right now. But I also know that to score points, you have to score points. And I know that the Steelers are going to have to score points if they want to keep up with the Bills, whether that is by kicking field goals, whether that's by scoring touchdowns. Um, I, I think this nine and a half number that they've got, Chris, I think it's a, I think it's a trap. I, I'm, I mean, I know that people are expecting the bills to just kind of waltz all over the Steelers, but this is Mike Tomlin. And, and I don't know that you can necessarily take that for granted. He knows how to win. I mean, the dude has had winning seasons every single season that he's ever coached in the NFL and nine and a half just seems like a disrespectful line. And I think that the Steelers defense is going to take that as sort of a rallying cry and and try to keep them close as they can. Right. So um, I think anytime they get within in field goal range and they don't get it, I know that Tomlin's probably not going to go for it. So it, it's about kicking field goals or it's about putting points on the board. And that always bodes well for the kicker. Right. I mean, that's something that the, the kicker can benefit from, because if you're not going for it on fourth down, that means you're on the field to kick a field goal. So and Chris Boswell obviously one of the best in the business, right? Um, hit 27 of 28 of his extra points, 29 of 31 on his field goals this season, 114 total points. He has had more than five and a half points in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 games 
this season. So he's definitely an active kicker. One of the better ones that you'll find. I think anytime they get within scoring range, it's going to be Chris Boswell's like now granted the only way that this could get derailed is if the bills do start to light it up and they, they put the, the Steelers down by a ton, but uh, I, I don't think that's going to happen again. I think this is going to be a game that'll be a little closer than the books are giving us credit for. And uh, am I brave enough to take the plus nine and a half on the Steelers? I don't know. It, I know it feels like a trap, but at the same time, it's like, am I that brave? But I do know that, like I said, Chris Boswell should get him uh, or should get his two field goals. You cash this and you're, you're good. So. Yeah, right. It, it's really difficult to talk you off of this one, especially with the total dropping. I want to say this total dropped already five or six points already. I think it down to like 35 and a half to me that when, it, when I see a total of 35, 36, I'm thinking field goal, right? <laughs> like, like this could be a field goal fest. Right. So, uh, that that immediately jumped off the page to me, and 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 typically, like you said, right, it's not it's not something you necessarily want to take lightly when you see a Mike Tomlin led team as a dog win this big of points. Typically, you want to grab those points, and if you're going to grab those points, it's typically when when the Steelers are dogs, those games typically go under because you see their best version of their defense, which which should lead to him having those opportunities. So really, all he needs to do is, like you said, nail two of them, and boom, you know you're good. So. Uh, also, Buffalo's defense has stepped up, so they could, if, if Pittsburgh can get down to you know the red zone, it will probably be converted into field goal opportunities and not necessarily touchdowns, which is why we see this total indicative of his total coming down as well, Russ. I like it. Uh, yeah, and so the Bills office are uh, they're allowing 1.7 uh, field goal attempts made in the last uh, three games, an average, and the plus money is on the over plus 105. You know I love overs, and you know I love plus money. There you go, Moon off. There's an over for you. No more, no more hacking for us. Uh, all right, that takes us down to our touchdown bets. Uh, Chris Uri, who's getting into the end zone for uh, for their teams this week? So it's really, really difficult for me to look past uh, the one, the only. Mr. Travis Kelsey, <laughs> I think with the season on the line, I know that this guy has not been himself lately. Um, what When I was looking at this, uh, Travis Kelsey had 16, 44, and 28 yards in his last three games. However, if we go back to playoff Kelsey, I might call him, that puts a little respect on his name. Um, it's pretty simple here. I, I just feel like this is Shaq and Kobe, right? And this is this is peanut butter and jelly, right? And one is not going to go down without the other. So I can almost guarantee that this ball will be coming out of Patrick Mahomes' hand and landing in Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey's hand uh, a lot in this. And and it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know it, right? I know it, and and everyone knows it. The the opponent knows it, the opposition knows it, and throughout the playoffs, that's just how it happens for this team. So um, also was looking at was looking at Kelsey uh, receiving yards as well, but I like him to get in the end zone here. Uh, could not talk anyone off of, you know, taking Kelsey to score. Also, the guy that I really love to hate at the beginning of the season has actually been a cash cow for for touchdowns, and that would be the one and the only Mr. Mike Evans. <laughs> for some reason, right, we, we know that if you want to attack Philadelphia, you, you're not typically going to do it through the ground. You're going to have to throw the ball up high, and Mike, Mike Evans is somebody that can go grab one of those passes and, Really, really big, difficult, athletic guy to bring down. I think he uh, gets into the end zone for his Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who will be hosting the Philadelphia 70s, uh, Philadelphia Eagles this weekend as well. 
He can host the 76ers too. I, I'm sure the Sixers would love to, to have a, a shot at them as well. Um, no, but listen, for your, yeah, I mean, Mahomes is going to go to Ma'ato. That's that's almost a no. That's an automatic bet right there for him. And they have to. It, really, this offense has been predicated for so long on Kelsey, on Mahomes, that, and you know, when Tyreek Hill was, was doing Tyreek Hill things in Kansas City, but without uh, Hill, it all fell to Kelsey. And, you can say what you want about all this stuff off the field, but this guy's still an elite tight end and, and a few off games is not going to completely derail a guy like that. And especially a safety blanket for, uh, for Mahomes, especially in the playoffs. Again, we said at the top of the show, there's no tomorrow. If you lose, you, you're going home and, and you know that this team has had Super Bowl aspirations from minute one and that hasn't stopped. So I think the way that it goes through, is through Kelsey, just like you. And I think that's that's going to have to be a big part of it. And yeah, that big guy's going to get in the end zone uh, before it's all said and done because that's what playoff Kelsey, we'll put some respect on his name, like you said, does for them. As far as Evans is concerned, dude's only been scoring touchdowns this, this season. And it's just crazy to watch Baker Mayfield be that guy that supplies him with those touchdowns. I would have never thought about it. I would have never given him much credit. In fact, I didn't. So uh, here we are. And, and we're in a world where Baker Mayfield is in the playoffs. Uh, so good on him, good on Mike Evans, and good on the Buccaneers altogether. So I, I like that storyline as well. Give me Mr. Automatic, Raheem Mostert. Anytime touchdown is still at plus money, plus 135. I mean, if you've watched football at all, if you watch Miami football at all, you know Raheem Mostert scores touchdowns. That's what the guy does. Every broadcast that you've ever watched talks about how many touchdowns this dude's scoring. It's a record pace. Like he just, anytime he, he scores two touchdowns in a game and gives us a good plus money odds on that one as well. Uh, but it's Raheem Mostert's world right now. And, and literally everybody, and Chris, we talked about this too with, with Tua, as far as his passing yards are concerned, a lot of that's going to come because I think Mostert is going to still get the run that he's gotten all season long and do exactly what he's done all season long. And that's score touchdowns for this team whether it's in the five yard line, whether you can bounce them out for the 15, doesn't matter where it's at. He's been given the ball in goal to go situations and he's been cashing in on it. So uh, plus 135 still for an anytime touchdown for Raheem Mostert. Yes, please. And then I'll, I'll take an eight to one on his, uh, on his first touchdown. I, because again, when the dolphins usually score, it, it's been first and Raheem Mostert has been one of those guys that has put up, first touchdowns uh, over the course of the season and cash quite a few first touchdowns. So uh, like I said, for Raheem Mostert, yes. And anytime is great, but those first touchdowns for him, uh, two, two first touchdowns, but anytime 12, anytime touchdowns out of 15 games, like, come on now his last two games, he's had three touchdowns. He's going to get in the end zone. And if you want just to sprinkle something on the eight to one to get him first, go ahead and do that. Yeah, I couldn't talk you off of either one of those, right? I like uh, I like both of them. I was going to add that uh, you 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 don't necessarily have to watch football to, to watch Raheem Mostert Moister, uh, score touchdowns. You could just be walking by, uh, you know, the bar, or you could be in the waiting room where Munoff is, and they just have it on ESPN, and you're watching the Sports Center, and then and then then you you see this guy scoring touchdowns. So uh, yeah, touchdown score machine. Um, so no way I could talk you off of that, especially like you said at plus money. I just wanted to double back and and I noticed that I didn't give out the odds. So 
plus 115 for uh, Travis Kelsey. So you're still getting plus money for Kelsey to score to get in the end zone this week. And also for Mike Evans, plus 125 uh, is the best line that I see for Mr. Mike Evans as well. So um, if I can get him at plus money, right, like you said, sign me up. Where do I sign? Do you need an initial? Is it just last name, first name, comma? Like what? Just let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm there for the plus money. I'm telling you, man, 18 rushing touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns on the season. Like, that's just blistering right there. So, yeah, give me that for sure. Uh, all right. Well, then I think it's time to uh, give us our give you guys our best bets. So and then we'll we'll put a prize picks pool together for this one. So, Chris, what what are you labeling as your best bet for this uh, this weekend? So we're going right back to the guy that I want receiving yards over, which is Mr. Travis Kelsey. And I'm t- I mean, I'm sorry for his touchdown over, uh, for him to score a touchdown at plus money. And I'm going with his reception, uh, receiving yards over as well. I like the receptions as well. Uh, five and a half, I think, is plus money. Um, and I do like that number as well, Rob. But <clears throat> I'm looking at Kelsey, man. This number feels so, 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 so disrespectful. <laughs> 56 and a half receiving yards for Travis Kelsey here. Uh, it's simple, man. Playoff Kelsey is a real thing. I know he struggled recently, like I said, 16, 20, 16, 44, and 28 yards in his last three games. However, if you go back to uh, last season, Kelsey actually had uh, at least 78 receiving yards and at least six targets with six receptions as well in each one of those games in the playoffs last year. So this is not regular season. This is playoff Kelsey, like I said, with, with the respect that we we all should give him. Uh, you have to go back, Rod, to to 2020, which would be 10 games ago, to find the last game that Travis Kelsey didn't have at least 57 receiving yards in the playoffs. And that came against, wait for it, your San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. That's the last time that Travis Kelsey hadn't had 57 or more uh, receiving yards. Also, you know, just not, not just all Kelsey. Let's talk about the Miami defense as well. This team... Is, it's pretty good, but to the tight end, they're giving up the seventh most uh, targets. Uh, they're also giving up the ninth most, uh, I'm sorry, the ninth most targets, the seventh most uh, catches to the tight end position, and 91 catches for the tight end position. They're also 11th in yards at 904. So they've given up yards, they give up the targets. And uh, like I said at the beginning, uh, Rob, we, we know it's coming. The Dolphins know it's coming. Can you stop it? I say no. Give me Travis Travis Kelsey over his 56 and a half uh, receiving yards. Here's my best bet. Moon off saying, apparently Chris didn't get the memo. Taylor Swift will be at the game. Hey, listen, it, it was working for a little while till it wasn't. I, I tell you what, Moonoff, why don't you, since you're in the chat right now, why don't you throw in your best bet for the weekend and we can add it to our, our prize picks uh, picks as well, our, your, your favorite uh, prize picks pick. So let me, let me just say what I've got. I'm going to take the Jameer Gibbs uh, rushing yards. Uh, and I'm going to take the less than 52 and a half. So what I've got so far for our prize picks, best pick, we got Travis Kelsey to have more than a half of a rushing and receiving touchdown. This one's got that little devil face by it, right? This one's got the demon by it. So it's it's definitely, you can't pick the less. You have to pick the more. Uh, I've got Jameer Gibbs uh, less than 52 and a half rushing yards. And then I'm going to put Raheem Mostert more than a half of a rushing and receiving touchdown as well. And, and listen, that one's got the little... Uh, devil faced by it as well, which means that uh, that is a demon play. You cannot pick the less on that one <laughs> as well, but that's all right because you put those three together. That $100 entry is going to get you $725 for just three up oh, moon off tossing one in there. 
we'll add that as well. Uh, Stafford over, uh, so more than 274 and a half rushing yard or passing yards. Well, if he had that many rushing yards, how great would that be? Um, so we've got that one at 275 and a half moon off. That's what prize picks have it, but we'll still, we'll give that extra yard. All right. So, uh, woof. A hundred dollar entry into this will win you one thousand three hundred and fifty dollars if you hit all four of these plays. Uh, that power play thirteen and a half times your money. So make sure you get that lock that in over there on Prize Picks. Uh, fantastic payout as well. Uh, ooh yeah, Pat says uh, Josh Allen over eight and a half rush attempts. That's a good one as well. Uh, love that. Moonoff says he'll get three hundred. All right, Chris. That pretty much wraps it up for our super wild card weekend prop show. Moonoff, I hope that we certainly did not uh, destroy the uh, integrity of the prop cast. And when you come back, it will be as you left it and hopefully maybe a little better. But uh, yeah, guys, thanks so much for joining us. And, and Chris, uh, buddy, I know we're going to enjoy some football this weekend, but what are you looking forward to most? Yeah, I think I think it's the game. Uh, just like just like Munoff just said, I, I, I can already rattle off three uh, reasons why he would like Stafford. So I can, I can definitely get it uh, in this spot. We just think about Detroit's defense. They are very, very elite against the rush. And Stafford has no problems dropping back and being able to pass the ball. That's what he lives for, the revenge angle, all of that good stuff. So uh like like the look for from you know, there. Uh, and probably looking forward to this game most, uh, if I'm being honest. Right? I think I'm a big, big uh, Lions fan. I love what Dan Campbell's done with this team. I love how they kind of all rally around each other, but they're running into a really, really hot team. They're running into a really, really hot team against, you know, in the in the Rams. And whoever wins this game could potentially win the next game as well. And I'm not even sure who they play against, but uh, probably this game the most, you know, uh, Rod is what I'm what I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah, definitely this game. I agree. Although I am looking forward to Miko Ryan's to to show up and show out. I, I mean, I'm going to give Moon off a little love on that one as well. I I love what the Texans are doing. I love the fact that uh, it is a former 49ers coach that is just driving a team to success. And you know, he he's got a young young squad, and they're all performing. I think we got to go back a little bit to uh, yeah, what he was saying about Nico Collins' yards. I mean, yeah, Nico Collins been a big uh, that for that as well. So love me some Texans as well. Uh, Texas money line for all the monies. All right. I'm gonna go on uh, with you on that one moon off. So, uh, all right, guys, that's it for this week uh, for this prop cast. Hopefully you guys go out and have a good time and have some fun. But uh, before we dip out, Chris, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yeah. So for all my work, uh, definitely give me a follow on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. The, the platform uh, at crispy cap in two P's and two N's. Outside of doing the propcast, I'm doing tons of, you know, basketball betting content, uh, betting on the NBA specifically. So definitely, you know, give me a shot over there if you guys have any questions or uh, just want to kind of track, you know, what's going on with me. Uh, and as always, appreciate you having me as well, Rob. Best of luck to everyone. Bet responsibly and enjoy the meaningful wild card, super wild card football that we get this weekend. Love me some football. So, yes, everybody, I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on. I've even got a little bit of uh, wrestling stuff going on. If you if you dig some wrestling, some SummerSlam odds, find that in my bio as well. We'll be back next week with some more props. Moonoff will be returning, so I don't have to necessarily uh, keep the seat warm for him. He's, he's coming right back. Uh, but until then, everybody, let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>